pop culture questions only one podcast knows. Nerds that know. Rated R. you will ever find we are the nerds that know smurf here well it's boys night out the girls decided to ditch us and it's thematic tank and well stash stash returns from a vacation uh, yeah a vacation let's call it that the uh, pluto district he got a little tail and now (laughs) (laughs) if only if only if only uh, Fox is on assignment, and Bobby's busy seducing an entire planet as we speak. She will be back next week to tell us of her spoils and some new man toy, I'm sure. That's yes. right. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so while we were away, lots of things happened. But before we get to any of that, the one subject that is on our mind is what if. We won't talk about this week's episode, episode four, but episode three was epic. <laughs> what I love the most about this and throughout the entire episode is how we're seeing the Beyonder, or not the Beyonder, uh, the Watcher kind of like worked into the background as scenes happen and things go on. And this was dark. I mean, it's it's getting darker and darker and again i do like that they bring back all all the actors michael douglas showed up to reprise his role as hank pym and i was just like this is spectacular it didn't take a rocket scientist to figure out exactly what was going on but it was it was malicious they blew up the hulk like literally blew him up it it was not an incredibly deep story but no. for being a half an hour, they told you a pretty cool murder mystery it, it in was. a half an hour. It was. And I laughed. Left... Good. Good. No, I said I was going to laugh because I love that they did the Ed- Edward Norton Hulk story, but didn't have Edward Norton in there. Well, they just, they just, they just cartooned him out apparently, and absolutely, Mark Ruffalo came Mark back. Mark Ruffalo, that was very funny, actually, how they did that, where they just kind of inserted him into the. Oh yeah, it was Mark Ruffalo, of course. <laughs> we, we got Liv Tyler back, yeah. and you know she's she's playing Betty, but uh it was it was pretty funny to just see Mark was, Ruffalo surplant. Uh, Edward Norton, and I'm like, was he really that much of a dick? Well, they literally just cut and pasted. Like everything else was the same. The setting yes. was the same. The what she was wearing the same. The story was the same. Even what he was wearing was the same. It was yep. just a different dude. They literally just cut his head off and put ruffles in it. I mean, that sounds amazing. I obviously haven't watched any of this show yet because of life, but. Um, that sounds super entertaining, if nothing else, for that reason alone. Well, it, it took a severe turn towards the dark, and it showed a direction that I, I'm going to be honest, I didn't know Disney was willing to go at first. So I don't know if it's so much Disney and the mouse. Oh, fuck you guys. 
or if it's more Marvel, just kind of like, we're going to do it whether you give us permission or not. Oh, I guarantee that's what it is, but I'm still surprised that Disney allowed it on their services because they still have final approval on what gets released onto the platform. So yeah. somebody had to say yes to Kevin Feige to say, go ahead, yeah, put it on there. Sure. I mean, do you think we're going to see maybe an adult tier of Disney Plus because of a show like this? Maybe a separate profile for adults that has all access versus children's? Well, they kind of have, what is it? It's called Star, right? In India and England, I think. Maybe. Uh, I think they, they have an a, essentially an adult platform for Disney Plus where they also put all the Fox properties that are a little more violent and stuff like that. They put all those on there that it is a separate service. But Disney has basically said that they're not going to separate things. So there just might be some sort of parental control thing that they're going to establish in the future. Mm-hmm. I mean, they already kind of have because they do have a kids profile and an adult profile, so which you can set up in the the initial menu. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and Disney has had a well, I can't say adult titles, but they have gone. I mean, they did have the other production company that heavied on PG thirteen. I think in its existence, it had one R movie uh in the production company but most of them were pg-13 so they got a little racier but nothing nothing too heavy so disney's disney's dabbled in this in this area you know just not not the whole finger you know what i'm saying almost all of their movies involve death of some kind well yes that's a that's how disney wrecks you let's start it off with killing the old man's wife but it takes this tour this took a direct route because in almost all of those settings it's either you don't see the death or you see the result of the death or something like that they went straight for it with this and they said no you're gonna watch some fucked up stuff happen especially when hulk dies so hulk exploded (laughs) He looked like a big jello mold that just went kablooey in the micro. Oh yeah, he looked, he looked like jello. He looked like a, a jello mold with dynamite in it. Oh my god, like, it was great. It was oh, fantastic. Very satisfying to me. It was because it looked like um, you know, uh, greatest warrior. You know how they have those battle dummies with the gelatin yeah. in them, and when you hit it. Just imagine that expanding to its full capacity with bubbles and all, and just goes. Yeah. That's kind of what Hulk did. Yeah, it was, it was cool. I'm about it. And like, and it, it's a big departure from the first two. Like, the first two were a little light, more lighthearted. I mean, number one was basically Captain America, just retold. Yes. The second one was, you know, a slight variation of the Guardians of the Galaxy story combined with Black Panther. Still very know. optimistic, and, and Thanos was not as... Thanos so yes but and still the third really- one they just went nah, no, no fuck what we showed you before yep. uh, we set this show up to kill some motherfuckers and that's what's going to happen now zero to <laughs> icky in zero seconds just yeah. boom um, we'll continue this more violent approach for the future episodes I will say without giving anything away from four yeah they're going darker 
they have it looks like they are going to be pushing um and which it makes me excited because now i can't wait for the marvel zombies because they give it be, hope doesn't it huh does give it hope doesn't it yeah it makes you think that maybe they're gonna go pretty close to the storyline which is some wild ass shit in that story so doesn't hulk bite off the surfer's head and spit it out uh yeah i believe so and i believe the blob also eats uh janet van dyne if i'm not mistaken (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's some pretty brutal shit that happens in marvel zombies so but if there's the last two episodes three and four in the indicator they might be willing to go for it and just say hey let it eat if you don't want your kids to watch it don't let them watch it don't don't do it don't let it happen well and that's kind of what they did with like how they did the profile setups like if you do the kids profile all of the racist stuff in disney's history doesn't really show up oh interesting it has what about with like a disclaimer like yeah. adult everything yeah, comes with because that's what aladdin has before it it has a disclaimer that some portrayals are considered racist and politically incorrect i think was the terminology they used yeah they something in that vein of is not a you know a, may not be appropriate for culturally appropriate yeah i mean i so, know we'll never see wind in the willows i know i know that's never come or song in the south actually both of those wind in the willows mr toad's wild ride i think we'll never see or i don't think we'll see um song of the south with brer fox bear rabbit and bear bear yeah i don't see song of the south maybe the other two but i don't see song of the south happening because that's pretty blatant yes that so... was an entirely different decade so i don't think we'll ever see those come out of the vault again but not probably not to be honest i mean they already kind of sugar some stuff and they've changed a couple small things you know deleting mild nudity in a couple situations and stuff like that so i sincerely doubt we'll ever get the full song the south treatment i was gonna say almost say the full monty huh (laughs) is that Uh a fox property maybe i don't know and I'm not afraid of a little wiener. I'll and, talk about vaginas and fallopian tubes. Fuck you, fuckers. <laughs> Wieners don't scare me. And they've already kind of taken to dumping some of their more provocative stuff onto Hulu. Like all the Fox property stuff. Yeah, all the Fox stuff is living on Hulu. A big It'll chunk of it went to Hulu, which they fully own. So. Yep. so maybe that's where we'll see it all go. We'll see. I'll be excited to watch. Yeah, I agree. Who knows? But this weekend, in case you missed it, is the um, Memorial Day weekend. No, Labor Day weekend. I always get them confused. Labor Day Labor weekend. Day. Labor Day. So that means Dragon Con. Oh, yeah. Dragon Con, Dragon Con. It is a clusterfuck of a Dragon Con. So with everything <laughs> going on, they have cut back on the parade. They have limited interactions as much as possible, which is next to impossible given the dragon con layout so you may want to look at your meeting places and everything that's going on before you venture that away yeah i have multiple nerd people 
who were like, and I think we're going to bounce from Dragon Con with the Delta variant. Everyone is kind of like, this con is the biggest clusterfuck of all conventions. Probably not the best convention to go to right now, especially considering its location. Well, considering its location and the fact that I don't know if you guys have been to Dragon Con, but everyone is literally like on top of everybody else. It is it is wall to wall people. It is packed tighter than tight. It's it's difficult to navigate the hallways, the meeting areas, just hanging out at the bar. I mean, when we would go, we would find our spot and just sit there and do runs to the bar and eventually kind of move on to somewhere else. So that that's that's kind of what we used to do. I don't imagine it would be very different now, but I I don't even know what to expect. I mean, we're gonna do. So the group decided next year, all in Dragon Con 2022, we're we're doing it all. So the mm-hmm. whole team will be reconvening then. But in the meantime, it's it's just too crazy. We don't we don't know what to expect. Yeah, I mean, I haven't heard. Have they been limiting ticket sales? I don't... I haven't heard anything about limiting sales. Yeah, which means they probably didn't, which means that many people? No, thank you. I think I think a lot of it came down to that. I even saw a lot of common friends that Stash and I have trying to peddle their hotel rooms to other people like, hey, I can't go, but would you like to use my hotel room or take over the charge? And I mean, there, there, there was some scrambling for people to trade out their rooms so they don't lose them for next year and just, you know, kind of continue, continue with that. So bless you. Which Thank is you. interesting, you know, because we have, you know, daily mandates are literally changing. Mm-hmm. Like, and you know, in Colorado, they're very different than Florida, than Texas and California. You know, they're all have different ideas of what's allowed and what's not at this point. That's yeah. true. I mean, we even also have our own NDK that'll be going on this weekend, which is the Anime Con. And I know Fox is supposed to be going. She has her costume ready and ready to go. And I, I will probably show up for a day and kind of, you know, wander about. But I'm also curious to see the impact that it has Colorado Springs comic-con wasn't bad last weekend. Um, it was a little sparse for what I expected it to be, but it was a mishmash of people um, in masks, out of masks, just, you know, doing whatever they, they felt they were comfortable with, which I think is what the final mandate is going to come down to. And that's yeah. basically what it is right now. It's what are you comfortable with doing? And down down in the Springs, uh, El Paso County, a very little mandates in place. They're kind of like, do what you're going to do. If you get yeah. sick, go to the hospital and try not to infect other people. Yeah. Cover your mouth when you sneeze. Yeah. Stash. That's basically um, it. <laughs> I sneezed into weekend, my shoulder, I'll have you know. And next weekend, of course, is the Colorado Festival of Horror. So we're, you know, on that, very curious to see if anything is going to stretch into us and how that's going to affect our turnout and attendance. And fingers crossed, I get to judge a cosplay contest, which I'm excited for because Jesse and Laura uh, will be next to me as my co-judges. And I'm I'm very excited to, to judge a cosplay contest again. Very yeah, I was kind of surprised that the, the horror festival ended up 
happening and coming together so quickly, it seems. Well, this is two years in the making, Tank. Yeah. I mean, we just kind of rolled everything over for another year. Uh, mm-hmm. The beer release went great, so that was fun. But now it's 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 go time. It's show time, baby. Yeah, they, they're doing it. They're going for it. So, oh, yeah. well, theoretically, back, my sister and I may be there. We'll see. Oh, um, yeah, he's gonna make your way up to, or I guess, down to tell you right. I will see. Rover and Aurora off of I seventy and oh, the other one. That's right. You're thinking yeah. I'm thinking of the, the other one. Yep. I don't Sorry, know if that's there's two different horror festivals happening very near soon. So. Yeah, because the big Telluride convention is still going on, but that's mm-hmm. not the horror convention. But no, I've the been Telluride to... one is not until uh, October. Yeah, it's... I think October. I think it's, it's... right around like the mid part of the month something like that yeah that they're doing their horror one but yes the aurora one i guess is the one i'm talking about my bad yeah well we'll we'll see we shall see i don't know i would like to be there because horror people tend to be really cool to hang out with horror people are very unique and they're all about gore and and it's fun and if, if there's one group that really gets into costumes and cosplay and makeup and artistry it is the horror people. They they eat that up. So I'm I'm like doing extra push-ups because I'll be next to Jesse, who's like that six foot eight specimen of a human being, and I don't want I don't want to look bad. Fuck off, Stash. You go buy one of those <laughs> Japanese bodysuits, the ones that they make out of rubber. There you go. <laughs> I don't know if that would fit under my Ghostbuster suit. Yeah, you could get the He-Man costume I have that has the built-in muscles. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There we go. I will die in that thing. And are you kidding me? It's going to be hot as balls in that. <laughs> yeah. Come on think- now. It'd be hilarious. It would be hilarious. It would, it would be draw that emphasis to how round your face is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would be amazing. Yeah. What else we got, Tank? Uh, well, I mean, going with the horror route. Can you give us a idea of how good Candyman is? Went to the screening at Candyman. It was very interesting. And um, um, the one thing about horror is it is always a statement of what is going on in the world around it. So there is kind of um, an underlying message as far as gentrification there's some uh, socially minded things that you're you walk away thinking about especially when you you know dive further into the movie so it does make you think and it's not one of those it's they're not brightening it up they're not shoving it down your throat and i really appreciate that and it is a very compelling approach mm-hmm. the story itself is is okay it's not bad. And I thought they were going to do a retelling or change Candyman's origin, but they do kind of a, a sloppy way of getting around to his origin story. And they kind of expand on the lore of Candyman. So I'm, I'm okay with it. It was just kind of a weird approach. They do this amazing shadow puppetry in, in the film, which I thought was great. But for my taste, there was not enough senseless teen slaughter. 
And uh, that kind of pissed me off. I, I was really hoping for, for a few more body counts and, and we didn't get that. There's a great scene though in the, in the bathroom and they just, Oh, they go to town. We don't see all of it, but Oh, it's intense. I love it. And that was it. I was pissed. I was like, damn it. So does it qualify as a sequel, reboot, retell? What is it then? It kind of, I mean, it feels when you're going into, it feels like a reboot. Okay. Okay. That's what I heard they were shooting for. It it feels like a reboot, but in essence, it is a sequel because they do carry on from the first Candyman film. And I know there's four in the series and Mm -hmm. they, they barely touch on any of them. They focus primarily on the first Candyman. And it is a very interesting um, development. I don't want to give anything away if some people haven't seen it yet. But there, there is a very interesting twist that they throw in there. But they focus primarily on the first film. So in essence, it's a sequel, but a reboot at the same time. So they're paying homage to the original. And Tony does make an appearance. Tony Todd, the Candyman, is in the film. Oh, awesome. Okay. Good. So uh, worth watching then? So, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, it's it's worth watching. Um, I was gonna ask, is it a little bit more than just the allegory the original ones were? Because that was kind of the thing about the first one or the earlier ones is the allegory for race, racial differences was so strong and so overwhelming that, like, I don't want to say it distracted from like the story it was telling, but it was definitely it had an agenda. That movie so, had an agenda. Is this one a little more well balanced? A little bit, but the same racial tension that you feel in the first film is definitely still the driving component to this film. And in fact, they emphasize the racial um, hostilities more than once and it also ties into the gentrification message that is established early on in the film okay so i mean it kind of it ties it all together and it makes sense it's tragic i mean don't get me wrong um not i'm not trying to disparage anything as far as uh, of that but it is a tragic story and stories Mm -hmm. so we get an expansion on the Candyman lore that way, but it is it you feel it. It's not as poignant as um, the first Candyman, but you you definitely feel it. You still get that kick in the nuts. Okay. okay. I mean, I'm not opposed to still getting that. I was just hoping that balance was a little better this time. I mean, it's close, and it kind of distracts you with the shadow puppetry that they do when they're kind of doing the backstory a little bit and expanding on it. So it's not as as his bitter a taste and off balancing like you said so mm-hmm. it's there it's just not it, it it's not as gruesome but there is one scene in there when they're expanding on the current candy man that is just like ooh, mm. and it happens in the 70s so you're you're dealing with you know detroit the ghetto in the 70s mm-hmm. And white cops and a black gentleman. So, oh, gotcha. It, there's a moment there. You're just like, Oof. so yeah. You still you still have that weight with it. Okay. All right. Interesting. 
I'm curious to see it to see if it uh, does anything really interesting. Yeah, I'm heading up to see it this weekend. So, yeah, I'd be curious to see what you guys think about it. Um, I haven't talked to Tony to see what he thought about it. I'm actually more to I'm more interested to talk to Tony about being Scareglow than I am about Candyman. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. To be more honest, I mean, him and I have already talked the Candyman thing to death. I, I really want to talk to Tony about being Scareglow. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> That's understandable, honestly, because that was pretty cool. <laughs> it was. All right, so uh, I guess we can go to another review. Uh, must uh, stash over here. Went and saw Free Guy. How did that I go? Did. Uh, it, was, it was fine. It was a lot better than I thought it would be. Uh, it's Ryan Reynolds doing the only shit he knows how to do. And (laughs) yep, he PG'd it up quite a bit for this. I really, I genuinely thought this film would suffer more being like PG-13 than it actually did. The humor was decently solid and there was some scenes in there that I feel the only reason they were pg was to get the rights to do a very specific thing and yeah it you could tell but at the same time when that scene happened i went with morgana and uh she was laughing so hard that like i thought she was gonna have a seizure (laughs) it was it was very amusing and like there were certain characters that now everyone was a cliche. Everything was a cliche. Now, did you uh, laugh as hard as Morgana? I did not laugh as hard as as Morgana, but I did laugh at that scene. It was very amusing. Okay. Um, and I hear there's some great cameo appearances. There are, and there are some wonderful video game references for those who are like seeped in the culture. Yeah. Like some of the references are very subtle nods to very iconic games that came out over the past like 30 years of video games. Sweet. It's, yeah, it's really rewarding to see if you have that knowledge. But uh, Sister Stash went to see it with her partner when we thought things were looking up. And. Mm-hmm. Um, she enjoyed it as much as Morgana did. So clearly the references don't ne- aren't necessary for the film because, I mean, it's tailored to as many people as possible. And you can definitely tell. It's like it's got that PG-13 feeling where you're like, I feel like this would be better if it was a little better for if it was a little little more directed at children or at adults but it tries to branch them and it doesn't do either very well so it needed to cross the line or stay behind it is basically what you raunch it up or or pokemon it gotcha and i feel like they just tried to walk a line that they didn't quite succeed at but it all like it's a movie i saw once i won't ever need to see it again (laughs) <laughs> I appreciated I appreciated the one time I saw it. I needed a distraction and it provided that and it made me laugh, which is why you go to see movies like that. 
So is it kind but, of in the once upon a Deadpool realm then? Yeah. 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 It's, you get parts of it, but you know something's missing. Yeah, you can you can definitely when you're watching it, you can feel like they're like, here's where it could go really raunchy, and they just the space is still there. They don't <laughs> put it in, but the space is still there. Gotcha. So they pass on the opportunity. <clears throat> oh, those chicken yeah. shit. <laughs> I, I really wish I really wish we would have gotten this at rated R. I feel like they could have done some very interesting things with what they did. But I mean, in all, I mean, what do you expect? It's uh, appealing to huge audiences. And like the demographic I saw when I saw it in theaters was quite extreme. Like, I want to say the guy next to me was probably in his mid to late 60s. Mm. And yeah, then there were a bunch of kids in there. And then uh, obviously a rather high ratio of females considering Brad Reynolds. Um, Sex appeal. Yeah, he's definitely got it. He is an attractive man, so that makes sense. He's so pretty. He definitely is uh, certainly something. <laughs> but I don't know. I It's enjoyable. Just don't go into it expecting the world. All right. Just, yeah. Go with your kids. Laugh the few times you'll laugh. And they'll have a great time through most of it. So. Cool. All right. Yeah. All right. From there, um guess do you want to talk about the wheel of time and what has uh, sure. changed so, there yeah, we have you're had... the only one that hasn't been here we wanted you last week so we could talk about this fucking series <laughs> and you're not even fucking here so now I'm tell sorry. us I why, have... why is the wheel of time so great <laughs> the wheel of time is very iconic for when it came out and, like, it does character better than almost any series, any fantasy series. And there are, I think there's over 200 POVs through the course of the series. Holy shit. That yeah. is a lot, actually. That's okay. Yeah, it's Well, it's 14 books long, 15 books if you include the prequel. So, I mean, it's a huge undertaking. And the storytelling was... It was right on the cusp of being really innovative. Like he started doing the Lord of the Rings retelling in the first few books <laughs> and transitioned into his own thing, which was very well developed and very interesting. I'm actually rereading them right now just because I wanted to see how they age. Um, but it is one of the most iconic fantasy series out there because when it started there wasn't as much fantasy as there is now and it was one of the big staples like these books are what got me reading when i was in fifth grade fourth grade and for a lot of people they are what um kept them in fantasy as opposed to you know Lord of the Rings being kind of what Lord of the Rings is. But this series is going to be very 
very interesting to see because the early books were very YA oriented in many ways. And the series, they're trying to adult up the cast. And it, it's very appropriate because the later books are not, not for children. They're very violent and they deal a lot with like PTSD and stuff like that, even if it isn't, you know, addressed in quite the same way it would be now. Um, but it is very interesting to see what this series is going to become and along with that like we had i think it was two weeks ago we had the first um poster released yeah and now we have uh a new poster and a guaranteed teaser for tomorrow at some point tomorrow so we have another look at moraine which is a pretty major character throughout the series and it's finally happening that they're releasing details about the show, which a lot of people were thinking wouldn't happen until, you know, around October. But I mean, September is, it's a good time because I, the series is guaranteed to reveal in November or to be dropped in November. So cool. we'll see. I'm really curious to see what some of the world looks like because it was shot in shit Venice, no Vienna. Well, uh, and we were talking about this last week that the dedication to the sets and everything they've done, they've meticulously recreated a lot of the worlds that that go on in this in this series. So mm-hmm. they're they're saying it's like it it's even surpassing game of thrones as far as the world building and the sets and all of that so i'd be i'm curious i'm hoping it's as pretty as it sounds i mean i hope so too the thing i'm not i'm not worried so much about the special effects and the scenes i mean er, and the settings because there are so many i can understand if they kind of reduce those a little bit Right. But the series is very character heavy. And if they don't do these characters justice, it's just going to be agonizing to watch. Mm-hmm. I, like almost as bad as the Golden Compass series? <laughs> I was thinking more along the lines of uh, the Shannara Chronicles. Oh. Yeah, because... There's like, a lot of Shannara Chronicle fans out there. They'll kill you for saying that. I'm sorry, man. The second season was like one of the worst things I've ever turned on in my life. <laughs> it's like it was straight up Legend of the Seeker bad, and Whoa. yeah, it was it was abysmal. Um, but I I don't know if I'm so worried they're gonna do like YA team characters, and they're gonna do them. Um, <laughs> Because that's a bad way to do them. That's a bad way, a bad time to set a fantasy series. Yes. It's a lot more compelling with like, I when I say young adults, I mean like mid-20s. Or do them very young. Or I would love to see a fantasy series that's quite a bit older. Mm. Like someone in their mid-40s, but... A little, a little age appropriate. I never see that. <laughs> No, 
that don't sell. <laughs> it, but it would be so compelling and so interesting and yeah. so unique. And but it won't sell. I don't know if that's true because we fantasy nerds are uh, we're, we're nerdy as hell. That's for certain. Um, and we like we like interesting and compelling things. And God knows, I've read about some characters that are several hundred years old and fucking crotchety old men. So, yes, that's true. I mean, it could but, work. I mean, we'll see. I this teaser is gonna tell me a lot. It well, hopefully, it's gonna tell me a lot. Hopefully, it's not just like a thirty-second teaser that's nothing but you know title card. Oh my god, that would piss me off so oh, much. That would be the worst thing they could do. They have to have some footage of they, some yeah, kind. You would think they have to have something because like two months away. I mean, that's yeah. not very far. No, yeah. they've got and they've got to have at least the first few episodes in the can and ready to go. We could oh, see I some. think I think they're pretty much done with everything. Yeah. Um and they're working on the second season now. Oh, then, yeah, first season should be buttoned up. Yeah, it's just, I think they're trying to balance where they want to put it. Mm. I mean, I know they've started dropping the advertisements for it. Like, I know books um, that are bought from Amazon are starting to have bookmarks with the series referenced on it. Uh, they started, they dropped a new version of the first book, a uh, specific TV series tie-in, which isn't as cheesy as like the Lord of the Rings movies ones were, but <laughs> it still doesn't look great. But I mean, we'll see. It's one of the most iconic and famous fantasy series ever. Even if you don't read it, you know of it. So yeah. they need to do this justice. And I feel like if they do too much of staying like with the books, they'll fuck it up because it won't appeal to like mainstream audiences. <laughs> but at the same time, if they try and tailor it too much to mainstream audiences, they're going to lose what makes it magical and piss off all the fans. And that's a lot of fans because I think the first book came out about the time I was born. So I mean, like, that's a huge range of ages of people who have read these books. So, I don't know. We'll see. I'm, we'll see tomorrow. This teaser, this teaser tomorrow has me excited. Agreed. But hopefully we actually see something that matters. That would be good, yeah. It, I'm assuming so. If, if they're doing, if they're already in post-production and all that stuff, and it it's pretty close to being buttoned up completely if not already they have to have something ready to go so yeah it's just a matter of if they're going to show it or not <clears throat> I, I know they want to like is anything fantasy really big coming out over the next couple of months I mean I know November sure, is, technically. December is insane December has so much stuff December has stuff I think there's uh well i mean it's not fantasy but lucifer's this month we still have um no that pushed off till next season when's witcher witcher's this 
Witcher's the next month. Yeah. Um, Is it? I thought it was December. No, I thought it was this month. Or next month, excuse me. Uh-huh. I don't know. I mean, I know Witcher's in there. Stranger Things got pushed off. Uh, Shadow and Bone is next year. Um, it's like, I don't think there's much for the end ex- of the year. I mean, Witcher's the one big one I know of. Expanse yeah. has been pushed off. Yeah, Expanse is sci-fi, though. I mean... Specifically yeah. in the fantasy realm, I can't really think, um, yeah, think of they anything. Be, they should oh, be what about... What was that Orlando Bloom series? Um, Lord of the Rings? Not that one. The one where <laughs> he's, it's uh, steampunky with the fairies. Oh. Uh, Carnival, Carnival of Delights. Carnival, Carnival Row? Yes. No. That's supposed to be coming back. Is it? Yeah. Soon, though? Is I it supposed to be supposed, soon? Supposed to be soon. I know it got renewed. And I thought they were filming. Hmm. It's possible. I, I don't know. Yeah, here, I'll take a look. Real I, quick. Did, I did like that series. I mean, I, I don't <laughs> care to see Orlando Bloom's butt anymore, but I mean. Oh, come on. Don't lie to yourself. I mean, I dig the man has got a nice cheek. Those, those high cheekbones. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, but I guess yeah, so you're kind of yeah because um, they should be ramping up they should be ramping up right now and they Carnival. should be hitting next month and October really or this month and next month really hard now there's yeah. no announcement Carnival Row Season 2 is in production doesn't say which level of production currently Oh, yeah. which means that's not coming out this year. And they have no announcement on when it's being released yet. Yeah, yeah so. which means we'll be lucky to get it next year. And this is as of yesterday, so. Okay. So there you go. Yeah, so, I mean, it's them. It's them and Witcher. That's it. Yeah, I guess that really is it. When you're talking about fantasy specific, there really isn't much coming out, is there? Yeah. Well, it's a perfect time. Which is weird, because it felt like for, like, a couple months there, that's it that's all that was available was yeah the beginning of this year yeah fantasy yeah, stuff non-stop yeah it's i weird, mean weird drop off like fantasy tv shows in general they have to be really good for me to enjoy them but well and face it half of the fantasy shows that started this year got nixed i mean we're only seeing like two come back yeah well, and I think one of them is only coming back because they basically already had it done. So. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing that uh, Wheel of Time has going for it, is they've already been confirmed for a second season, so even if they don't quite hit their heyday with the first season, they'll have a second season to try and redeem themselves, but that's an uphill battle. Like, you don't want to take that fight if you can avoid it. They just need to nail it in the first season. Yep. I just want to see what a villain or a monster looks like. I think that's going to show a lot. Because if it's as graphic and horrible as it needs to be, it means they're going with the proper tone for the series. Oh, what about um, fantasy? Um, uh, Sandman. Sandman and uh, Good Omens. 
those should be hitting. Good omens may not be this season, but this Good year. Good omens this next year. Yeah. yeah. But Sandman, I mean, I know it's started. kind of a comic book property, but that would be a yeah. borderline fantasy. Yeah. But is Sandman coming out this year either? I believe it is. I'm going to check real quick because. It should be this year. Yeah. I haven't heard anything about it since like COVID. So I wasn't sure if it got delayed. Let me check real quick. No new news. I can tell you that. Shit. Yeah. Let's see. Well, I mean, it, all all I'm hearing is it's a good window for it. It is good. Yeah. Here's here's your window, gaming. Take it. Come and get it. It's waiting. I don't think he's gonna have an issue finding an audience. Oh, he never oh, will. Yeah. <laughs> he's like oh. one of the few authors who. People just know. Still no release date for Sandman. All right, so it's not coming out this year. Probably no. not. Probably see it begin, dude. Beginning of next year, we're gonna get clobbered because we're gonna have again the same dilemma of like all of these shows at the beginning of the year. Yep. Yeah, it's same thing with movies and video games. February next year for video games is disgusting. Yep, it's like an impossible number of things to play. Well, yep. even for for like that's not just then; that's for a while. Like, yeah. starting very soon, there is a massive dump of games, pretty consistently, movies, pretty consistently, just because there's so much stuff that got piled up. Yep, I know. Yeah, I, I still need to go pick up my Guardians of the Galaxy game. I still haven't picked that up yet. I mean, I the Guardians of the Galaxy game doesn't come out till later in the year i thought it was out already are you sure i'm almost positive well then if that's the case that makes me happy yeah because i thought i was behind the curve on that fucking game i was like son of a bitch it's not out yet i know that for sure but it is coming up soon i think yeah it's coming out before the end of the year but i don't remember when hashtag know your dates (laughs) i want to say it's october or November. I want to say it's November. Well, and in the FPS genre, they're dumping Call of Duty, Battlefield, and Halo basically all at the same time. I know. God. I mean, Halo got pushed back to December 9th. Yeah, but that's still right inside the window. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little outside the window, but But like still Battlefield actually has a game that looks like it could compete with Call of Duty. So probably because there's a lot of uh, negativity. I I like Battlefield compared to Call of Duty. Battlefield's kind of fun. I mean you get you get smoked a hell of a lot quicker, but I do like the progression for the character in in Battlefield more than Call of Duty. Just well, saying. I mean, it also looks like this it one looks, looks amazing. crazy. Yeah, it looks really good. Well, they've and, gotten progressively better with the graphics, the game handling, the the weapons. It's, I don't know. The last one was not not very good. I like it. Yeah, it, right. it did not. It did not do well. No, um, it did okay. But, this but... One, on the other hand, with like what they're doing and like the cross gen that they're doing it's really interesting we'll see i mean honestly from what i've heard of halo like it is looking amazing from what the test flight reviewed as well and it 
better be amazing. Like straight out of the box. They can't afford to fuck it up because they won't be able to compete if they do. No, they'll be gone. That'll be it. Because this game has been waiting for too long at this point to not for it to not be perfect, basically. It's been delayed over a year from when it was supposed to release. Which was already a big gap from the last game. And they're like they're not releasing all the content with the release date. Mm. They're not releasing Forged and they're not releasing campaign co-op. Exactly. So they really have no reason for this not to be a crazy good multiplayer experience. Yep. And <clears throat> from what I've heard it is. See. It's like they've only done one test flight so far, but it's gotta Did be you participate. Than the last one. That's all I care about. Better than the last one. Hated the last one. Fuck. I think most people hated the last one. Five that did not do well. Yeah. Five seems to be a rough number for video games. When you make your fifth one, it's not not great. Grand Theft Auto. Oh, that's true. All right. <laughs> that's the only all one right, I got, I though. I got no argument with yeah. that one. That's really the only one I got. I still can't believe that game is like getting new content. Well, that's because we're not getting a new movie or a new game for at least a couple more years. Oh yeah, my Rockstar's god! Gotta milk the yeah, shit out of that game. That game has spanned three generations of consoles at this point. Yeah, it is the only game that has successfully done so. Which that's insane. I, it's impressive in its own way, but people are getting restless at this point, I think. Yeah, it's like I I couldn't even imagine looking at that game now and seeing what it looks like, like and how it runs. It runs very well. It runs well. It runs well. It still runs very well. I, I, I jump in every once in a while just to mess around and still runs well. Still does a very good job, but you're kind of out of stuff to do even with the new content they release it's kind of a lot of the same stuff yeah it's just a rehash so but, well that's I mean, what happens when you spend 10 years producing content for one game i i guess you, you got to give it to them for their dedication at least i just i i'm worried about the next one like what the fuck are you gonna do that you haven't done You've already done everything you can possibly do or think of in this one. Oh my god, Grand Theft Auto in space. Cars oh, we already, we already got in that. space. Oh yeah, we already did that. That was Saints Row 4. Fast, Fast and the Furious. That game <laughs> is one of my favorite games of all time, I'll have you know, Tank. Oh, I love Saints Row. They oh, That came out too. They released the trailer for that. The new know, Saints Row. It looks Row. so interesting, but it looks like it's not going to be quite as absurd. Well, and it looks like it's going to be the exact same story. Like, a lot of the I stuff... I don't know, because they're doing a complete refresh, and they're having no crossover characters. Well, yeah, but it's the same gangs. I mean, every gang they get is represented in the first three games shows up in the trailer completely different location it's completely different characters it's like they said they're they're trying to do a complete refresh well they kind of had to because saints row 4 was like one of the best games of all time well the the issue that they ran into is that agents of mayhem just ate shit like that 
completely killed so much of their goodwill. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I'm interested. I'll play it. I, I'm not gonna. I'll, I'll buy it. Definitely, yeah. it will probably be my one pre-order. My one pre-order was gonna be Guardians, but then I was like. I'll use this money on a memory card for my Xbox Series X instead. There you go. Yeah, that makes more sense. What else you got for us, Tank? My battery is running low and my glass is almost empty. Um, actually, I don't know if we got a whole lot left. Uh, I don't think so. I think we're good to go for this week. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Got wow. some other stuff in the timeline in the timeline, but none of it's really important or mind blowing. So. Trying All to right. think if I have anything else video game related, and I can't think of anything from. I mean, we have no. I I did play the uh, beta, I guess, for Back for Blood. That was pretty cool. I mean, it's exactly what you want. Oh, it is. It's it's the uh, it's what what the hell is that called? It's Left for Dead. Left for Dead. Thank you. Yeah, it's Left for Dead. It is is it is Left for Dead. But hey, if you're a fan of Left for Dead, you you are getting the game you want. Oh, Psychonauts just came out last. That's week. right, Psychonauts too. Psychonauts. I have not had a chance to play yet. How did anybody get a shot at it yet? I haven't played video games <laughs> in a long time. But I everything I've heard says Psychonauts Two is like well on track for Game of the Year. Nice. Yeah, I've been playing that. Uh, In mobile games, uh, Marvel Contest of Champions. This month's uh, characters that they're releasing into the game are Nimrod and Kitty Pride. So (laughs) if you're into mobile games, the the, I'm actually looking forward to trying to nab a Kitty Pride. She even has Lockheed as a special weapon attack. So uh, I'm eagerly trying to like snatch one of those up, but it's a mobile game, so eh, fingers crossed. Yeah, little little game time I've had recently has been slowly slamming my head against the wall trying to play Madden 22 because they <laughs> fucked everything up again. Of course they so. did. That's Madden. <laughs> who's on I mean, the cover this year? Who who's going to be broken? It's who's- Brady. It's Brady and Mahomes. Oh my God! Shared cover for the goats. Yep. Shit! Damn it! I've just Great. been playing Yakuza still. Oh, that, Anytime I, I have that's a good one. I just want to finish it. I want to platinum it, honestly. Which one? Like a dragon. Okay, I haven't played Like a Dragon yet. It's so good. Like it's so funny. I did a crawdad attack today just because I wanted to see what it looked like, and it was really funny. Nice. I got crawdad like dropped out of the sky and stabbed this guy's eyes out. Oh, <laughs> awesome! <laughs> That's pretty cool, kind actually. Of, That's awesome. <laughs> it kind of. I was playing yesterday, and it kind of made my entire day. Kind of, that Not kind of fits though that series. So good for that. And on that crawdad, we shall say goodnight. My glass is empty, so therefore I must go refill. Uh, We'll be back next week. Uh, Hopefully we've got more of the team. uh, Hopefully the boys' night didn't bother you or bore you too much. If it did, well, next week will be better. Uh, In the meantime, run fast, laugh hard, and always be kind. Good night.